Welcome to the Sabbath School Bible Study Podcast. Today's Sunday, March 28th. I invite you to pause the audio so that you can have your moment with God and ask Him for His guidance as you study His Word. And I'll be right back. Memory Text Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness. So God created humankind in His image. In the image of God, He created them. Male and female, He created them. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. Turtles all the way down. Quote, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Unquote. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. A scientist had just lectured on the orbits of the planets around the sun and the orbit of the sun around the center of the galaxy when an old lady in black tennis shoes rose and said that the earth was a flat disk sitting on the back of a turtle. The scientist, jesting, asked what the turtle sat on, and she responded that it sat on another turtle. Ma'am, the scientist continued joking, what then does that turtle sit on? She answered, another turtle. But before he could ask what that turtle sat on, she wagged her finger in his face and snapped, save your breath, Sonny. It's turtles all the way down. However cute, that story deals with the most crucial issue of human existence, the nature of the universe itself. What is this world that we find ourselves in by no choice of our own? Why are we here? How did we get here? And where are we all finally going? These are the most basic and fundamental questions people could ask because our understanding of who we are and how we got here will impact our understanding of how we live and how we act while we are here. Question. Look up the following texts. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, Psalms 100 verse 3, Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28, Acts chapter 17, verse 26, Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 9, Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 2 and 10. How does each one, in its own way, answer some of the above questions? What is the one point that they all have in common? Let's read. Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Psalms 100 verse 3 Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired, His understanding is unscrutable. Acts 
chapter 17, verse 26. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 9. And to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery which for ages has been hidden in God who created all things. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 In these last days has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. And Hebrews chapter 1 verse 10 And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of your hands. What is interesting about Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, or even the other texts, is that the Lord does not attempt to prove that he is the creator. There are no elaborate arguments to make the point. Instead, it is simply and clearly stated, with no attempt to justify, explain, or prove it. Either we accept it on faith, or we do not. In fact, Faith is the only way that we can accept it for one simple reason. None of us were here to see the creation process itself. It would indeed have been a logical impossibility for us to have been there at our own creation. Even secularists, whatever view of origins they hold, have to take that view on faith for the same reason that we as creationists have to, none of us were there to view the event. Nevertheless, even if God has asked us to believe in him as creator, he does not ask us to believe without giving us good reasons to believe. Realizing that there is a certain amount of faith required in almost anything we believe, write down reasons why it makes sense to have faith that we are here because a creator purposely put us here, as opposed to our origins being rooted in nothing but pure chance. Additional reading, selected quotes from Ellen White. Men of the greatest intellect cannot understand the mysteries of Jehovah as revealed in nature. Divine inspiration asks many questions, which the most profound scholar cannot answer. These questions were not asked that we might answer them, but to call our attention to the deep mysteries of God and to teach us that our wisdom is limited, that in the surroundings of our daily life there are many things beyond the comprehension of finite minds that the judgment and purposes of God are past finding out. His wisdom is unsearchable. Skeptics refuse to believe in God because with their finite minds they cannot comprehend the infinite power by which he reveals himself to men. But God is to be acknowledged more from what he does not reveal of himself than from that which is open to our limited comprehension. Both in divine revelation and in nature, God has given to men mysteries to commend their faith. 
This must be so. We may be ever searching, ever inquiring, ever learning, and yet there is an infinity beyond. Testimonies for the Church, Volume 8, page 261. Face to face, heart to heart communion with his Maker was Adam's high privilege. Had he remained loyal to God, all this would have been his forever. Throughout eternal ages, he would have continued to gain new treasures of knowledge, to discover fresh springs of happiness, and to obtain clearer and yet clearer conceptions of the wisdom, the power, and the love of God. But by disobedience, this was forfeited. Through sin, the divine likeness was marred and well-nigh obliterated. Man's physical powers were weakened, his mental capacity was lessened, his spiritual vision dimmed. He had become subject to death. Yet the race was not left without hope. By infinite love and mercy, the plan of salvation had been devised and a life of probation was granted. To restore in man the image of his Maker, to bring him back to the perfection in which he was created, to promote the development of body, mind, and soul, that the divine purpose in his creation might be realized. This was to be the work of redemption. This is the object of education, the great object of life. To honor Christ, to become like him, to work for him, is life's highest ambition and its greatest joy. The Faith I Live By, page 166. All the systems of philosophy devised by men have led to confusion and shame when God has not been recognized and honored. To lose faith in God is terrible. Prosperity cannot be a great blessing to nations or individuals when one's faith in his word is lost. Nothing is truly great but that which is eternal in its tendencies. He whose soul is imbued with the Spirit of God will learn the lesson of confiding trust. Taking the written word as his counselor and guide, he will find in science an aid to understand God. Selected Messages, Book 3, page 310. And that is all for today. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for new episodes and special content.